Radical, episode 215. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Uh, as you guys can tell, I made it into the studio, so a little bit of progress. Uh, painful, but at the same time, it had to be done. The uh, The weather's getting fairly warm down here in Georgia, and uh, because of that, the the bugs are out. We've got these little things that they, uh, they've... I don't know if they if this is a technical term, but they call them noceums. Like you can't see them; they're so small, and they'll come up and they'll bite you. They're a lot. They remind me a lot of sand fleas, like sand fleas from uh, when I was over on Paris Island as a marine, where apparently they're going to try not yelling at people. Well, I don't know. It's all in the headlines today. Like I'm just starting to kind of you know, bounce around and look. And obviously the most important thing I think that's going on, um, that I can talk about in a short show this morning is the, uh, is the markets what's happening inflation economies. I mean, uh, welcome to everybody that's here. Thank you guys very much. Uh, what I have found, especially lately is if you can relate to people and talk to them about what's coming in terms of their money, you're better off, uh, especially with you know where where this country's headed right now. the The headlines right now out there. I mean, we are all over the place, but uh, the the idea that you know we're headed for I don't know inflation or recession. Uh, this is some really really uh, candy coated stuff. I mean, and I mean the the worst way. I mean. When you look at headlines, you know, Fed nightmare, inflation or recession, uh, they're looking at uh, Jerome Powell raising rates this week. You know, what what's going to happen? You know, like this is some like this is some mystery. And, and I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now. Um, welcome to everybody who's here. This is a show for anybody and everybody. I do use adult language. So if you've got kids or you don't want to hear that kind of stuff you've had this is this is your opportunity you know turn it off now but um where we're headed in terms of economy for the united states i've had a lot of conversations about this kind of stuff uh over the past i don't know i don't know few few months weeks whatever um it's like it never stops uh and and this i should say before before we get going too far this saturday uh you guys can go to lpgeorgia.com We've got a Bitcoin meetup slash, I don't know, um, discussion. We're going to be, you know, talking about why Bitcoin ever came into existence. Uh, we're going to be teaching you how uh, to to obtain Bitcoin and safely and and securely get Bitcoin. Uh, that's all can be found at lpgeorgia.org. Uh, there are free tickets, and I think it's southwest of Atlanta. It's it's a good ways, um, but I'm delivering the keynote uh, around 5 p.m., probably a little later because you know how things get started. But we'd love for you guys to come out. We'd love to see everybody if you got time this weekend. Uh, all the information is on the website. Again, lpgeorgia.com. Anyway, I, I think it's .com. It might be .org. Jeez, for, forgive me for... <laughs> For not knowing, but um, at any rate, let's let's get into this a little bit because I, I th- this is not economics is not a um, it's not a guessing game, especially when you understand what happens in Keynesian economies. We live in a Keynesian economy. We have we don't. This is the, America is not a capitalist society. We are a we we are basically controlled centrally by a Federal Reserve, which is a private banking cabal. 
They have no interest in America specifically. They, they only have interest in their balance sheets and what they can do to make money. And if you look at organizations like BlackRock and uh, State Street and the rest of these guys, this is who's getting rich right now. You know, when, when these people can manipulate the market and the Fed, you know, Fed nightmare. Well, the Fed doesn't, the Fed's making out like a, a goddamn bandit right now, right? When, when they can manipulate the entire system, you know, what you're seeing is a controlled implosion of the American economy, of the, of Western economies. I mean, here's the thing is China's got its own, you know, economy over there, which is super, super leveraged and inflated and is also going at some point to crash. I don't know if it crashes with us. I mean, here's the thing is once you stop, you know, the, the production, you start killing jobs like they did in 2020, when you start slowing down economies, when you start slowing down money, when you start slowing down the spending of money in a Keynesian economy, that's when you get nightmares, right? Like that's when, you know, if if they hike the interest rate, what's that going to do? It's going to slow down spending money because money gets more expensive over time. It, 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 you know, interest is a measure of time. What, what do you value your time at? Are you low time preference? Are you high time preference? We talk about this all it's all the time in Bitcoin for the federal reserve to raise the interest rate means that they're trying to pull money that's in the market that's liquid into savings into the banks the uh, you know and here's the thing is you know if you guys understand like the percentage of dollars that are actually printed in in circulation versus what they have on their digital balance sheets like you already have a digital dollar it's not a CBDC yet because you still do have the ability to, you know, to go out and transact in cash. But basically, you do already have a digital dollar. They just haven't flipped the switch in determining your social score and what you can and cannot spend it on. It's coming real fast. You know, when when they talk about this, you know, Fed nightmare, right? The world the, the world's richest lose 1.4 trillion. Well, Jesus Christ. The world's richest right now, I imagine that's kind of an opinion headline that I'm seeing. The world's richest right now and the Fed are making out like bandits. When they crashed economies, when they crashed jobs, when they crashed, you know, businesses, especially the small businesses across America, across Georgia here, what they did is they took people out of the market. They denied people their, their God-given freedom to work, to go out and earn a living, to put food on the table and clothes on their, on their backs and do whatever they wanted to do with their money. Right? When they started doing that, what they started doing was pulling people little by little out of a, an economically uh, safer place. When, when, you know, poor and, and lower middle class people have to stretch a dollar further and further and further and further and further, at some point, there's not enough. And when these people get ripped out of the market, ripped out of their homes because they can't make ends meet anymore, and then on top of it, you've got a mass migration problem from very wealthy coastal areas like, I don't know, let's say New York, Connecticut. Places like that, California, Washington, 
Oregon, these coastal places that went so tyrannical, people are moving out of those places. They're moving to places like Florida. They're moving to places like Texas and Georgia and the South. And what happens? They bring these six-figure incomes down here. And now, you know, six, seven, whatever, six, seven-figure incomes, maybe bigger, right? And they start buying up houses. They start buying up property. They start relocating because they don't want to be under the thumb of government. They've given enough. They can't make a living. Their businesses don't work. You name it, they, they relocate. It's, it's, no, it's no doubt. I mean, to just look and see by the numbers which places lost population and which, and which places gained population. So in the last two years, this migration, two and a half years now, this migration down here, especially in the South, you look at what it's done to property values. I got something in the mail the other day, you know, obviously telling me what my quote unquote property tax was. My property tax has doubled since last year. My home value here in Cherokee County, and oh man, it's coming Cherokee County. Just wait. I think it's going to come across Georgia. I think it's here. I think they have wildly overstepped. So here's what here's what happens in in let's just say you know your local market, especially if you've seen a mass migration to your area, property values skyrocketed. That's going to come back down here very soon. It's, it's already starting. They're, they're already looking at, you know, 10% across the board of property values falling because of interest rate hikes or even the scare of interest rate, interest rate hikes. When we see property values go that high and now you owe double the property tax that you did last year, that's going to stretch people even thinner. And at some point, people aren't going to be able to make the mortgages, then what? Like I I have said this for a while, this comes down to your local policy with your local sheriffs and your local mayors. Will they tolerate the feds coming in or the state coming in or any outsider coming into your area because the bank has told them that these people can't make, make ends meet anymore. After the wild manipulation and implosion of the economy, people's jobs, people's businesses, over the last two years, the interruption in supply chain, food, you I mean, you name it. Now these people can't make ends meet. And what are they going to do? They're going to send in the cops, they're going to send in the feds, they're going to send in the the state bureaucrats to take people's homes. I don't like being right, but I'm telling you since, I don't know, since I've been doing this four years now, just, just in this space, four years, I haven't been wrong. I wish I was, but I'm going to tell you, this is coming to a head and it's coming to a head extremely fast. You got to get out ahead of it. 
I want to talk a little bit um, about this article. It's from Forbes. And to understand, you know, when in these economies, if they slow them down, like they're done. I was having a conversation uh, the other night. And, you know, it was, it was mentioned to me that, you know, the 2022 you know, election cycle, you know, it, it's going to be just absolutely a, a Democrat shellacking, supposedly. I, I think everything's rigged. I don't know. I have, I have no faith in, in any of this kind of stuff, right? And none. And it doesn't matter because both Democrats and Republicans are the parties that got us here. They, they're the par- parties that were like, oh, yeah, just keep spending. That debt will never catch up to us. Just keep inflating currency. That's the problem. This is, this is not a mystery. When you inflate currency by adding $8 trillion to the world economy in a couple of years, holy shit. I mean, do you, people, you realize we, we almost approached 50% of the country's debt, of the U.S. debt, being created out of thin air in two years. Take the entire history of America and then in two years add 50% of the debt that lets you know what's happening. The dollar has lost all of its value. And when you print that much money, you cannot stop inflation. I don't care if he hikes the interest rate 0.75%. I don't care if he hikes it 20%. You can't stop inflation. You can't. Because here's the thing is 20% back. If it, let's just say you're putting, let's just say 20% is the interest rate and you put your money in the bank so that you get 20% back on top of that. The real interest, the, the, the real rate of inflation right now is probably somewhere near 30, 35, 40%. Look around. Just look at the gas pumps, for God's sakes. If you're paying four plus, five plus, six plus dollars, that is an increase of at least twofold. That means that everything you buy, everything that is made, everything that is transported to market, the energy costs behind it have doubled. You can't sustain this. And 20% back when inflation is over 20% will never yield anything other than a worthless currency. Period. It doesn't matter. Like, that's the thing is, it doesn't matter if Republicans win. It doesn't matter if Democrats win. I am telling you right now, it's over. It has been over. It has been over for a while. People are so close to this and they don't want to see it. The empire is over. The American empire is imploding right now. So here's the deal is luckily we're all here together. Luckily, we've been talking about this for a long time on this show. I have, obviously I am a, an absolute Bitcoin maniac in terms of being a maximalist here's the other thing is 
I've always pushed and what you guys will find if you're new here is I'm also a homesteader, right? Like I don't, I don't think a, you know, there's a magic bullet for making tough times easier. There's not one magic bullet. You've got to take care of a lot of things to give yourself the best opportunity to give your family the best opportunity going in into one of these, I don't know, like 1929 black Fridays. You, that's, you have to, I don't care if it's silver. I don't care if it's lead food, things that you can trade, whether it's booze or, you know, things like that, right? Like salt, seeds, food, uh, water, ways to make clean water, transportation. You got a good bike. You might need to use it. Does it have good tire? I mean, seriously, you might have to convert a bike to something to get back and forth to town to trade. Do you know your local farm farmers? Do you know your local, you know, cattle raisers? Do you have access to eggs or chickens or anything like that? This, these are the things that I've been talking about for a long time. So it's not just that there's a silver bullet in Bitcoin and you're going to preserve your wealth. You have to make sure that you can get to it at some point, right? But I do want to dispel some of the things because a lot of you guys, I don't know, maybe you're new to Bitcoin. Um, maybe you're an old hat. Maybe you're sitting real comfortable understanding that right now it's on sale, right? Bitcoin's hovering somewhere probably around 22, maybe even 21 right now. Um, and it is, you know, it's, it's kind of nuts. I mean, when you look at what's happening, this is what we predicted. I don't know how many months, uh, weeks, years ago, right, right, right now, uh, Bitcoin is at 21,000. All right. We'll just say almost 22,000 per Bitcoin. It's a great time. If you got, if you got liquidity, if you got some extra cash laying around that you want to put in to Bitcoin, get put Bitcoin, put it in a cold wallet. And the guys over at Swan Bitcoin will help you. They're Bitcoin only. And you can always get your money from them. Listen, like I, I know their CEO personally. And Corey is a stand-up guy. The whole team over there is just stand-up people. Amazing people. And I will tell you right now, you can get your money off the exchange. Period. So if you're going to buy it, get it and get it off the exchange. Don't trust, you know, other organizations out there. Like they are Bitcoin only and they are crushing it for a reason. It's principle. We've said for a long time that they're coming after this. We had the, you know, the initial dip uh, below 30. Um, and Mike Hobart, who's been on the show before, said exactly what was on my mind. He's like, this is not the bottom. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, this is the bottom of the bear market. It's not. And here's why. is because they are going to demonize this like they demonize groups. The Bitcoiners, and I'll tell you right now, the Libertarian Party, now that they are controlled by the Mises Caucus, oh, it's coming. If you guys don't understand, this is warfare, and you are at war. They are going to demonize and other everything that you guys do. If you're standing for freedom, if you're standing for individual sovereignty, if you're standing for freedom in our time, you are the enemy of the state. 
this is what you have in common and it's time for you to get together. It is time to understand economics. It is time to understand the principles of freedom. Luckily for us, these things already overlap. It's like one of the most perfect Venn diagrams you've ever seen. It makes me excited. But in terms of, you know, the, this, I don't know, let's just take this Forbes article for example. Bitcoin and crypto now brace for a surprise Fed bombshell after 300 billion Ethereum, BNB, XRP, Solana, and Cardano price crash. Give me a break. I like that they call it Bitcoin and crypto. Like they're not the same thing. If you're new here, don't be surprised. Like Bitcoin is not the same as crypto. Crypto is not, all crypto is not Bitcoin. Bitcoin is not crypto. They are very, very different for a, for a myriad of reasons, all written into open source code and the Satoshi Nakamoto white paper. But this isn't like, this isn't a bombshell. This isn't a surprise, right? Like the Fed's going to try to tinker with this Hindenburg that's, it's absolutely on fire all the way to the time that it crashes into the ground, period. We've known this forever. The question is, is what are people going to do? How are they going to secure their life savings? How are they going to secure the energy that they've spent? That's the question going forward. Are you going to, are you going to choose the, the government money or are you going to choose a money that allows you the freedom of movement? the freedom to, to not only have your energy stored and not depleted, but increased over time. Still, still early. It is, we are, we, I mean, 20,000, uh, 21,000 great time to get into Bitcoin. Are you kidding me? This is where people who understand it, the mathematical certainty, the fact that there's still only 21 million Bitcoin ever, like that, the principles of Bitcoin haven't changed. They're not moving. Nothing is changing in Bitcoin. Nothing. What's changing is the market around it, the reaction to it. Nothing has changed in Bitcoin. You start to see a lot of these other, you know, cryptos that are just burning into the ground right now. You see a lot changing in those places. People pulling rugs. And I've told you guys before, man, crypto is not where it's at. Bitcoin, on the other hand, yeah, it's going to get hit hard by these guys. They're at financial war with Bitcoin right now. But if you got your keys and you got your Bitcoin off of the, off of the exchanges, you're good. What are they going to do? Nothing. It destroys the incentive to violence. So let's get into this article. This is by Billy Bambro, senior contributor. Um, he writes about how Bitcoin and crypto and blockchain can change the world. So this is out of Forbes. Bitcoin down 7.3%. I don't know since when. Um, but Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency prices have been hit hard by a sudden crash over the last few days that's wiped out $300 billion from the combined crypto market, 
even as JP Morgan readies a trillion dollar crypto bazooka. Bitcoin price briefly crashed to under 21,000 per Bitcoin, its lowest since late 2020, while the Ethereum price plunged under 1,100. Both Bitcoin and Ethereum have slightly bounced back, but remain down 24% and 31% respectively over the last week alone, dragging other major cryptocurrencies, BNB and XRP, Solana and Cardano down 0.7 and 0.4 respectively. Now, after worse than expected inflation numbers on Friday rattled investors, some economists are predicting the U.S. Federal Reserve could accelerate its planned interest rate hikes, potentially causing more pain for Bitcoin and crypto. Um, I'm going to pause after worse than expected inflation numbers. No, these are not worse than expected. We expect when you put $8 trillion into a market, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to absolutely debase the value of the dollar. It's, it's not, surprise, inflation. No, it's, it's predicted. You know, oh my God. And I mean, I talk about it until I'm blue in the face surprise if you're if you're surprised by this you don't understand economics quote there is a lot writing on the federal reserve's policy update tomorrow russ mold investment director at the broker aj bell wrote in an email of comments investor look investors look as if they are increasingly in fear of the central bank and will become more aggressive with the pace of interest rates to try to curb inflation given May's cost of living figures were higher than expected. I mean, do you see what what this is? This garbage that even Forbes puts into the universe? The, these, these, I don't know. These people who have been in fiat for far, far, far too long. That, I mean, honestly, they've, I mean, they've cleaned house. They, but they still don't understand the market that they're in, you know, they've, I don't know, they've learned some things. They've learned how to game it a little bit and they've, they've made some, made some money. Good for them. The problem is that they don't understand what's at the bottom of this thing. Still don't. I mean, you, you can look all over the news and you just see people. Oh, surprise. No, either way, inflation recession. No, it's, it's not. Yes. You were going to have inflation to the point where it's entire, economic collapse dc the republicans the democrats they've all got us here and the thing is is they got us here because they don't know a fucking thing about economics there might be a one dude on the hill in thomas massey that understands this kind of stuff that's it like the rest of those guys up there man they don't know anything they are they would be screaming right now absolutely screaming about what you should be doing to get th- to get through this back to the article the fed led by chairman jerome powell will meet on wednesday following friday's inflation data that showed u.s consumer prices rose at their fastest pace since 1981 in may ahead of last week's data economists had widely forecast an interest rate hike of 50 basis points however Many raised their expectations on Monday once they had time to digest the data. We believe that the risk management considerations call for aggressive action to reinforce the Fed's inflation-fighting credibility, Barclays economist wrote. 
in a report on Monday, seen on Wall Street, pointing to the risk of prolonged inflation. Pro- <laughs> oh, my God. Prolonged inflation with $8 trillion. Oh, I'm pretty sure $8 trillion is going to prolong inflation for a long time. And justifying a larger rate rise. J.P. Morgan, meanwhile, called the risk a full 100 basis points increase, non-trivial, in a note seen by Bloomberg. The mood among the Bitcoin and crypto community is bleak after the latest crypto crash, with many expecting further declines as the Fed continues its policy of so-called quantitative tightening. Oh, my God. Quantitative tightening after spending $8 trillion is just, um, it, it is the most repugnant fucking word salad bullshit that I think I've ever heard. So the mood among the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin and the crypto communities, this is, this is also absurd. The, the Bitcoin maximalists right now, oh man, these guys are just stacking. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to figure out how, how little food they can eat this month so that they could put all that extra money into Bitcoin while it's down to 20, I don't know, 21,000, right? They, they're figuring stuff out over there. Like, oh man, you know, maybe I don't have to travel. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I don't have to eat. Maybe, maybe I don't have to pay for my, you know, pay for my kids to eat. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I know for a fact, everybody in this Bitcoin community that's a maximalist that has the conviction because they understand it's the, the mathematical certainty that it is 21 million forever. That's it. That's it with Bitcoin. And on a distributor distributed public ledger that can't be fake, that is completely auditable, that audits itself. Holy shit. You were like, that's so volatile. It's doing, it, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Nothing has changed. Everybody in the Bitcoin maximalist community right now is just, man, they're like, thank God. Thank God I can get more Bitcoin for, you know, these shitty dollars before it's all over, before the dollar has absolutely no buying power left. I don't know when that's going to be. Like, I don't, I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm going to tell you, like, it just feels like things continue to just ratchet to the point where everybody's like, eh, nah. Fuck this. We're out. We're done. No thanks. We don't want your dollar. We have to find out of the solutions. I'm going to tell you here in Georgia, we got them. I know the Free State Project and Pork Fest. Man, I wish I could have been there this year, guys. Really do. Um, I hope you guys have a great time. I'm going to tell you right now, I am building an army here in North Georgia of free people. If you're looking for a place to go, if you're looking to get the hell away from wherever you are, I invite you to come to North Georgia. I need all the Liberty fighters that we can possibly get in Appalachia stand. I mean, honestly, you look around the world and you look around the past and wars and everything else, you know, the, the places with mountains, they are known for some of the freest people in the world. And I, I'm telling you, you know, the community here that we're going to grow is going to to be free period can't wait but um for those of you guys that you know are, are new and, and looking at the world i don't <laughs> i'm not here for this uh to you know for this show to to scare you i'm not like that's not my that's not my thing i i hope it provides some insight you know not only into the economy but into 
preparation, just, just normal independent living. Like that's the thing is this isn't, you know, this isn't crazy. This is what my grandparents knew very well. The fact that they didn't teach us a lot of it, um, you know, and after living through the depression in the thirties, man, like we had to relearn a lot of it. Generational households, gardening, hunting, raising livestock, making sure that you have water and food and all of these other things, not to mention a preservation of your time and work in the form of some extremely hard asset. I'll wrap up with this. People are going, hey, Shane, you know, like I'm not, I don't understand this Bitcoin internet money stuff, right? Like I, I'm new to it. It scares the shit out of me. I will tell you, it scared the shit out of me too. Until I learned Austrian economics, until I went in and, you know, really figured out what Bitcoin was. You have to ask yourself, what makes money, money? What makes money hard? Is it liquid or saleable over time and space and scales? For Bitcoin, yes. There's 21 million forever. That's it. It cannot be inflated. In fact, it's deflationary because people are going to lose their sats and their Bitcoin, you know, throughout the future. So there will be less of it. So it will be deflationary, which means it will be worth more over time, no matter what. 54 million millionaires in the world, and not every millionaire will own a Bitcoin. You are early. Things are crashing. Now is a great time to learn this and look at it. I'm not telling you you have to buy it. I'm telling you what I know it is. Time and space, saleable over space. Can we transfer it? Yes, especially through the, the Lightning Network now. You can actually spend it, Cash App and Strike and a bunch of other places where you just kind of go scan a barcode and it automatically uh, transact, whether it's here in the United States or with somebody around the world. And you can take it with you if you know your seed words over any imaginary lines on a map. Scales. Does Bitcoin scale? Of course it scales. There's 100 million Satoshi for one Bitcoin, which means we can push it around the world. 7 billion people, no problem. We got this. And then proof of work. Not proof of stake. Proof of work. A published, no kidding, transaction ledger. That's it. You the hardest money in the world, and you can't even touch it. It's not backed by anything. It's backed by code. An unchangeable, immutable, distributed network. That's it. This is not a mystery if you know what's going on. You can see the future because you know what's happened in the past with this stuff. Thank you guys for being here. I know this is a short uh, a short one today, but I definitely wanted to, to try it and get it out. I was here. I was like, oh, we got to talk about this a little bit. So um, I hope this maybe calms some of your concerns. I hope you're making moves in the right direction. I hope you're in a good place mentally, physically, spiritually, all those things. Because the world's going to need you. You 
are the light. You are the love in this absolutely crazy, chaotic, dark world. People are going to look to you because you're calm, because you have your shit together, and the times are coming. They are going to look for you to lead in your community. And that's exactly what I expect of you. Get out there and lead. It's in you. You've got this. I will catch you here maybe later in the week. We'll see. But until next time, I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.